Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Um... Does this him joining Fenway Sports Group as a senior advisor, part owner, realizing that it really doesn't have much to do with the Red Sox, excite you at all? Does this move the needle for you in any way? You know, it does because I've been starving for any positive Red Sox news. Uh, I think it's, it's based on my conversations with a lot of Red Sox fans the last 24 hours. They're all excited and they're a little bit deceived. I'm with you. Uh, but here's the good news, Ben. They needed a PR push that they haven't had in three years. And I know that doesn't really mean much in the whole scheme of things, but if Theo is at least a advisor and Craig Breslow can bounce ideas off of him and Theo can act as part of their, one of the words they love to use, their collaborative, uh, I'm taking it. And I'm utilizing that to its best advantage. He's still involved with his uh, venture capital group, Arctos Partners. He's still involved there. He's got a lot going on. He's got a lot of balls in the air. But you know what? If he's got a little little segment of that room, I am running with it because he's a Hall of Fame executive and he knows how to piece together a team. And maybe he'll tell Craig Breslin, it's okay to trade a prospect once in a while. You can do that. Oh, the God. same Theo Epstein who told me in spring training many years ago, hey, meet. Prospects are renewable resources. <laughs> you have them to trade them. Yes. Unless they're, unless they're, you know, Jackson Holiday, supposedly with Baltimore, Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rutschman. You you know where, you know where I'm going there. Just don't say Wander Franco. I'm not gonna say Wander. Okay. I'm not. I know you had to rip your poster of him off your wall. Dude, I'll be honest uh, with you. I had like five rookie cards of his, and I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> let's throw these in the trash. Oh God, what a despicable character. But. So, uh, you know, a long way of saying, Ben, I think it's a I think it's a really good move for the Red Sox. Well, I, I hope there is he, he has more of an impact with the Red Sox than I believe he ultimately will. Um, because I was reading the Athletic did a piece on this. And one of the first things is one of his major tasks is going to be helping find the new coach for Liverpool. If you don't know, Liverpool's head coach, uh, Jurgen Klopp, is going to be stepping down at the end of the season. He's been wildly successful uh, with the Liverpool Reds and uh, and I get a little – I'm a Liverpool fan, but I far more care about the Red Sox. So I get a little disheartened when I see the major piece from The Athletic is talking more about what he's going to be doing with regards to Liverpool than what he's going to be doing with regards to the Red Sox. That is – that's concerning to me. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a little bit concerning. I think it's probably, hey, you know, Theo, you're coming, but you're also going to be – you know, you're going to have your toe dip in a few. We need some toes in some waters here. Liverpool is one of them. I think it's the beauty of an Epstein or any executive who's had success is the fact that they're, uh, you know, they're deep, they're, they're deep thinkers and they can, they can, they're not, they're not awed by a, a premier league stage. They're not awed by uh, a Roush racing stage or the Pittsburgh Penguin stage. You want a guy that has experience in many different avenues. And that's what he is right now because 
God knows he's well-rounded. He's been well-rounded for the last, you know, for his life. But for the last five years, he's been doing a lot of different things. So I know, I know where you're going there, but I still think it's okay. I mean, spring training starts February 14th. Maybe then he'll crank up his baseball focus. I hope so. I mean, hopefully to me, when I look at the situation, I played out in my head, I'm trying to think of like, where does this potentially lead? And I hope it ultimately leads to Theo Epstein actually owning the Red Sox as opposed to the current group, because I've been a defender of John Henry, not so much Tom Ware, but I've been a defender of John Henry for years and years and years. And it's simply comes down to the fact that he was incredibly nice to me. Like the five times I met him. Um, that's why I, I like the guy. I thought he was in, nice and engaging when he sat down and talked with me. So, uh, but their focus has been so far afield from the Red Sox and and building this portfolio under the Fenway Sports Group umbrella, adding the Penguins, um, you know, the racing situation, now dumping in a ton of money to PGA. It just, man, can you can you worry about the the big dog in your portfolio, which is the Red Sox? Can you please worry about that? Because that's what's ultimately going to bring you the most revenue, too. And so it, it's just frustrating. I just wish they would move on, sell the team, put in that pitch with LeBron James so that they can own the future NBA Las Vegas franchise. Just go do they're that. Not, they're not selling the team. I know. Uh, that, I know. That I can tell you. Uh, I, someone close to John Henry has, has told me that. Uh, and uh, Now, that doesn't mean uh, you, you, just hit a, you just hit a touchstone with Theo owning the team. And Peter Abraham brought this up in the Globe. Maybe five years down the road, Theo Epstein and Sam Kennedy are part of a group of the new Red Sox ownership. So I'm not saying they're, of course, they're going to sell the team eventually, but not right now, as far as your immediate game plan. Uh, I think that that would be appealing. Uh, that would be, and that's, you know, 30 million might rise now for Theo to 100 million in the next couple of years, and then he can afford to front the group and they can put together a group and they can go back to what the Red Sox were. I don't think it's going to be. I hope we're not in this barren wasteland of last place finishes. It, it certainly is trending that way. And based on projections, they look like they're clearly the worst team in the AL East. Baltimore got appreciably better mm-hmm. with an amazing acquisition of Curb, Corbin Burns, not Corbin Burnson from Major League fame, <laughs> but Corbin Burns. Uh, yeah, you want to you want to talk LA Law for the next five minutes? I could do that. I could do. Uh, I could give you Susan Day. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I, that's silly. I mean, you, you just you threw the 84 Celtics with your parents in the mix. You weren't alive when L.A. Law was on. No, but I, I, I remember it. I, I'm a huge Major League fan. So you already brought up Major League, so I had to go with the other pitch that Corbin Burnson's known for because he's known for nothing else. Uh, absolutely. I watched a, uh, which is I'm sure you have watched, but you need to if you haven't, those of you out there, if you haven't watched a Comedy Central roast, and Cor- Corbin Burnson was at the Charlie Sheen roast. Yeah. Like, damn, I haven't seen Corbin Burnson in 12 years or 20 years. Uh, that, that's where he's – I think that's where he's going, the, to roast. That gives you an idea. You and I will be at, like, the roast for JP in Providence soon. Oh, fantastic. Are we going to do the uh, the roast for <laughs> John Dennis? That would be John easy Dennis. to write jokes for that. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? He just texted me the other day, the classic John Dennis text. Hey, uh, hey, meet uh, – is Jeff Halfley worthy of the d- defensive coordinator position of the Green Bay Packers because he was four games under 500 at BC? I love Dino. Oh, this text. What a weirdo. Um, all right, you brought it up. Perfect transition. 
You are our resident BC guru. Um, the head coach leaves. He's going to Green Bay. To it, Was it the actual defensive coordinator position that he took with Green Bay? Yes. All right. So the rumor mill has been churning. We thought Bill O'Brien was going to Ohio State to be their offensive coordinator. Now it seems like there's potential for Bill O'Brien to be the head coach of the Boston College Eagles and him not leaving the area. Um you know, as a guy who's so tied into BC, were you surprised that the head coach just kind of up and left for a, a pro gig real, really quick like that? Not terribly. Sh- I, I hear a couple things. Yes, the timing was brutal. Uh, not a fan of the time. And I know, you know, God love Jeff Halfley. Like him a lot. Good guy. You know, it's guys like me always say that. Good, good guy. Uh, so we always have to, you know, we always have to preface that before we kind of. He's a good guy. Now let me take a dump on him. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so, would have loved to have seen this from a BC perspective if this happened December fifteenth. And I know maybe you know he'll, his comeback would be, "Oh, Matt Lafleur wasn't ready to fire uh, Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator, at that point." All right, fine. But I'm guessing because I know Jeff Halfley has a really good relationship with Matt Lafleur. That's why it didn't surprise me on a few levels. Buddies with Lafleur, always has wanted to get back in the NFL. He's has NFL pedigree. Basically, the, the bulk of his background is the NFL, the secondary coach, defensive assistant, yada, 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 buddies with Robert Sala, best friends with Robert Sala. You know how it is. It's all, it's the mafia. It's a yeah. network. Yeah. So uh, I heard Scott Kordishi mention this before we came on, and he's right. It, the, the landscape has changed for any college coach. I don't care if you're Jeff Hapley or if you're, you know, uh, guy, at, guy at Bryant for, at, at the moment. That's an extreme example, but you're looking at a situation where the goalposts have moved because of NIL and Halfley's 45 years old, Nick Saban 72. Either way, you're dealing with constant, constant push, uh, uh, managing budgets, calling players, keeping players, securing rosters, your head's everywhere. And a lot of times you can't focus on the football aspect. So I think that was a, a huge part of this, but you know, let, let's be honest. Okay, this is another. That's another one of my favorite talk show lines. Let's be honest. Okay, what are you? What are you lying to me? We've been lying for the last forty-five minutes, but now we're going to tell you the truth. Uh, all right, you're twenty-two and twenty-six. You're Jeff Halfley. What are you thinking? You're probably going to get shown the door after a year. Bingo. Yeah. If you don't have a good season, in good season, I mean seven or eight wins. Mm-hmm. That's a real. That's a good year. Yeah. BC. It's a good year at, at any level of college football, for that matter. Uh, so you're probably thinking, all right, maybe I'm going to get out before they get me. And who knows? You know, I'm, I'm not saying that that was definitely in the guards, but I think if you're from the Halfley camp and his agent saying, Jeff, you know, it might not be a time, might not be a bad time to be proactive. And let's, uh, if you, you want the Packers job, all right. You know, you might take a bit of a pay cut, which I don't know if he took a drastic, but I've heard, seen that narrative. I'm not sure it was as drastic as people think. I don't think he's making three million like he was at BC, but it's probably not that far away from that. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of check marks in the Halfley camp saying maybe this is the right time to leave. Would Bill O'Brien be an upgrade? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I think Bill O'Brien would be a really good choice. I think Bill O'Brien's proven that he can win in college. I know he wasn't, you know, he didn't win a national championship at Penn State, but that was such an unenviable position in the whole Jerry Sandusky uh, d- 
disaster mm-hmm. came coming in after that trying to clean it up and he did he, he was seven games over 500 uh i think he's he'd be a really good stabilizer i think he's obviously you know, despite his issues this year with the patriots the guy can coach offense he's proven he, he can win at any level I, I, I like it i like it's a bc fans always talk about oh we need a sexy hire we need a splash hire what does that mean yeah like, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick ain't walking through that door. Who's sexy? Yeah, the Patriots uh, already covered that with sexy hires this week with Alex Van Pelt. There's too much sexy up in Boston right now. Like I don't get that. I mean, Cliff Kling, Cliff Kingsbury is a good looking guy. You know, Bill, well, we can admit that. He, I guess he's sexy, but he's going to he's going to Las Vegas. Mm. Uh, Bill Bill O'Brien gets. Does he get you that landscape that you need in Boston for 48 hours to say that, hey, BC made a big name hire? All right, yes, you get that from Bill O'Brien. But I want to see what Bill O'Brien does in his four, four or five-year run over that contract. They're going to have to pay him a lot of money. Uh, they, and they were paying happily a lot of money. I mentioned $3 million bucks. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So they've been competitive in that landscape. They're, not, they're never going to be Alabama. They're never going to be Florida State for them, that matter and throwing $7 million at a coach. They're competitive, so they'll be competitive. If they want Bill O'Brien, they can go out and try to get him, that's for sure. One hour down, one to go. It's Ben Kitchen, meter alongside me. Devin's sitting in there, scripting out his next award-winning trending. (laughs) We'll start hour two. We're going to dive deep into the New England Patriots. That's next. Help! Hi, it's Chris. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 